It's Ember Saturday in the third week of Advent. Welcome to today's AdventCast. Emmanuel, God with us. What a consoling name the Messiah is about to assume. Formerly, sin had raised up, as it were, a wall of brass between the creature and his creator, and the name of God could not even be uttered by the children of Israel. But now the word himself will soon come to make his dwelling place amongst us, and to redeem us, and, in order to show by his very name, all this merciful plan of salvation, he will be called Emmanuel and Jesus, that is, Savior. Earth will then have no longer cause to envy heaven. We shall be forever with our God and he with us. He will be our salvation, and if God is with us, who then can prevail against us? Oh, come, oh, come, Blessed Ildefonso Schuster. And ransom captive Israel That mourns in lonely exile here Until the Son of God appears Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel Shall come to from Jesus of Nazareth, the Infancy Narratives, by Benedict XVI. The passage about the virgin who gives birth to Emmanuel, like the great suffering servant song in Isaiah 53, is a word in waiting. There is nothing in its own historical context to correspond to it so it remains an open question. It is addressed not merely to Achaz, nor is it addressed merely to Israel. It is addressed to humanity. The sign that God himself announces is given not for a specific political situation, but it concerns the whole history of humanity. Should Christians not hear this word as their own? On listening to this verse, should they not come to the conviction that the message which always seemed so strange, waiting to be deciphered, has now come true? Should they not be convinced that God has now given us this sign in the birth of Jesus from the Virgin Mary? Emmanuel has come. Marius Reiser has summed up the way Christian readers have experienced this passage as follows. The prophet's prediction is like a miraculously formed keyhole into which the key of Christ fits perfectly. Indeed, I believe that in our own day, after all the efforts of critical exegesis, we can share anew this sense of astonishment at the fact that a saying from the year 733 B.C., incomprehensible for so long, came true at the moment of the conception of Jesus Christ. 
that God did indeed give us a great sign intended for the whole world. Thou art my Lord and my God. In one burning utterance, Thomas gathered up all of the doubts of a depressed humanity to have them healed by the full implications of the exclamation, My Lord and my God. It was an acknowledgment that the Emmanuel of Isaiah was before him. He who was the last to believe was the first to make the full confession of the divinity of the risen Savior. But since it came from evidence of flesh and blood, it was not followed by the blessing which was conferred on Peter when he acknowledged that he was the Son of the living God. However, the risen Savior said to Thomas, Thou hast learned to believe, Thomas, because thou hast seen me. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have learned to believe. Fulton Sheen